I am in front of the microphone. Is this am I am I the correct amount of loudness? <sighs> viewing never. viewing public. You are never the correct Apparently amount of loudness. Apparently I don't know how to use a microphone. No, you don't. I you don't. definitely don't. All right. No. That's fine. But I do know how to use a baton. Does anyone out there want to uh, take on the job of, like, the filmian producer? <laughs> so that we have a... We, we, we're, we're, we are looking for somebody with, a, with, a, with, a, with an air of authority to tell Ryan <laughs> what he does wrong and, and put him in his place. I, let me does anybody you. want this job? It doesn't pay anything. But uh, we will roll your name in the credits at the end of the show. Along with Franklin's. Yeah. And you I, know, I was listening to an old episode where we called the sound guy Randy. Oh, well, Randy used to work here. Really? Yeah. And what happened to Randy? We had union problems. We did? No, we're, we're, not, a, we're, not, a, we're not a closed shop. We're non-union. Right. So how can we have union problems? But that's, that was a problem. He was union. So he was scabbing. Exactly. So we had was a, his union on strike? What union was he in? Imaginary Randy, the sound guy, is no, in what he, union? No, he was in he was in local five forty seven. Local five forty seven of of what corporation? <laughs> of what national union is Chapter five forty seven? The 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 Queens New York local. <laughs> it's the, the the sound engineers for self produced podcasts. Yeah, is that what it is? Yes, Local 547 of the Randy is in local 547 of the Cespapa. Right, and we're we don't have an affiliation with that union. We're not union. We're not a closed shop. So we had it. We had to hire up Franklin. Oh my god! Let's get going. Let's get going. The goal today is to get done with the show in a normal amount of time. Because I screwed up last week. So somehow I screwed up. You screwed up. Ryan believes he screwed up. I last did week. all the editing. This is okay. This is a pity call right here. Ryan thinks he screwed up last week, and so nobody wrote us any email. We got and a few so emails. He is feeling really, really hurt and insulted, and he thinks it's because he edited last week's show. Usually, he does content editing, and I do the. Final I did editing. the whole thing, but last week he did the whole thing because I haven't really been available. Uh, so he thinks that it's his fault. Exactly. He, that's the variable that changed, and the result was no email. Therefore, Ryan is a loser. <laughs> We've now found scientific proof. That's the articles of transposition. Brilliant. I have now passed level one of Andrew Feist's Interstellar Dynamics. <laughs> so we have, this is Fill Me In, by the way. It's this a, is episode 102. This is a crossword podcast. It is. Uh, we talk about crosswords and other puzzles. I am one of your hosts, my name is Brian. <laughs> I am the other host. My name is Ryan. And you know what? If you want to look at our website, if you found this and you don't know what we do on the internet, it's at bemoresmarter.com. Right. It's not at fillmein.com. No, I was listening to some old episodes, and we never say what our website is. It's say, go check out the blog. Blah, 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 blah. Bemoresmarter.com. One word. All it's all one, one word. Yeah. Well, it's three words, but it's it's conflated. Yeah, but uh, conflated? Conflated. Is that the word? Uh-huh. Conflated? It's a word. <laughs> you don't know if it's actually the right word? I don't know if it's the right word. No? But it's a word. Okay. Coming up on the show, we have an announcement about the Seattle National Puzzlers League Convention. Uh, we have cryptic clue puzzling clue answers with Fraser Simpson in the yes. March 2010 issue of Games Magazine. We have a contest that nobody liked and nobody answered, and it's all happening. All of it's coming up after our music, which is played for you live today by the Be More Smarter Orchestra. It's called Jag on Hank.
Ryan conducted uh, the the music today. That's why I said the name of it. Usually I, Ryan says the name of it because he likes it so much. I did but, the up and the down. But he did the up and the down. Is that yeah. what that's called? No, I'm just calling it that to make you feel like you're <laughs> contributing. Like that's like yeah. you were saying. Oh my god! Yeah. I, how did he know that the, no. the terminology? No, not really. I didn't know the terminology. No. If you want to cue them to start, you would uh, you would give them you might give them an upbeat and a downbeat. Okay, but not it's not called the up and the down. So an upbeat would be kind of, and a downbeat would be. Yeah, kind of, basically. The, the the point being is that the upbeat and the downbeat combined help establish what the tempo is. Uh-huh. So you move your hands up in the upbeat and down in the downbeat in, in, in one motion in order to tell them this is the value of a beat. Uh-huh. And so when they start to play, they know what tempo the song is. So they is can at. remember that for the whole show? Well... They, they remember it for the foreseeable future until the tempo changes. See, I would immediately forget that. Well, theoretically, the conductor would continue to conduct in time oh. while they play. So you're just reinforcing it. They're, yeah, the conductor it's is... It's knowledge. <laughs> um, no, not really, because it's the conductor who keeps reiterating the tempo over and over and over again. Uh-huh. The players don't need to keep reapplying the tempo. Uh-huh. Maybe the drummer more than anyone else, but okay. you follow the conductor. Do you have a bass in your uh, circus orchestra? <laughs> yes, we do. A guy named Moto plays the Moto? bass. Moto? Yeah, that's his name, Moto. Does he follow the circus around? Is he a big circus guy? I, I don't know. He plays with this circus. Do you He's hang a terrific out? player. Are you hanging out with the circus people? I've hung out a little bit with them. Are I went out for nuts? lunch with a couple of them. Are they crazy? Oh, I don't hang out with the acrobats. I hang out with the musicians. Are they... Are they circus musicians, or are they musicians who are working at the circus? They're musicians who work at the circus. Are there any circus musicians there? <laughs> what is a circus musician? A circus musician is a goofy kind of a musician who can play things with his feet. No. And can uh, play a lighted piano. No, there's none of that. That's very disappointing. Yeah, you should you should see the circus. I, I have seen the circus. This one is up in Boston. Some of our uh, some of our friends out I here know, in I feel, the Be More Smarter I, world are going to see the circus this coming week. I believe that June Pock, Squirrel of Discord, uh, is going to be coming to the circus. Can he take his week. kids? I believe so. His kid. I believe he has just one kid. He has two kids. Not yet. Oh, he doesn't. No. Oh. I think he's about to have two kids later this summer. Oh, I think I gave away the news then. Oh, is it a secret? No. Okay. I mean, I know it. <laughs> I know it. Uh, congratulations, June. Yeah, no, I, I saw June uh, up in Boston. I hung out with uh, June and with uh, Maureen Recruit. Am I, I saying so. that right? Recruit, recruit, <laughs> recruit. I don't know. Her Maureen? husband Michael and uh, also Kelly Langen, uh, who uh, is famous for having been in fifth place at the ACPT yes. for like half an hour one yes. day. Uh, yeah, so we all hung out in Boston. I went to Santarpio's. How was, so hand I was, had pizza at Santarpio's. How was it? It was very, very good. Was it? Yeah, it was really good. We had two pizzas. We got a veggie one and a pepperoni one. Pepperoni I don't usually like, but I like this one. Really? It was very good, yeah. And we had a lamb skewer and a sausage skewer. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. At a pizza place? Yeah, that's the only other thing they offer besides pizza is lamb skewer and sausage skewer. What, what do you mean sausage skewer? I mean a sausage on a stick, cooked and then eaten. Was it sliced? No, I sliced it with a knife. I mean, I cut it. What kind of sausage was it? Was uh, it a merguez sausage? It was meat sausage. Meat? Yeah, it had okay. meat in it. Meat? Yeah. Okay. Meat. I'm, I'm very <laughs> jealous that you yeah. got to... you should have come. You were in Boston. Open invitation. You should have come. You were in Boston. Uh, it's where Santarpio's is. It's hard to go to Santarpio's without being in Boston. I understand that, but you're you're my right to Boston. Am you I already there? I was already there. You were, so could've, I couldn't get up. You could have driven. You have a car, don't you? 
Did you buy a car on eBay? <laughs> yeah, we bought a car on eBay. Okay, that's We've what I thought. We've been through this. We've been through this. Okay. And actually, it was on the way coming home from Boston that it exploded and ah. is now on the Massachusetts Turnpike. We talked about this, June and me and Maureen and Kelly. We all talked about your car on the Massachusetts Turnpike. What did you talk about? How it was left on the Massachusetts Turnpike. Yeah. It wasn't left on the Massachusetts Turnpike. It was towed from the Massachusetts Turnpike, and it was left in a chop shop. See, that's what I said had probably happened. But somebody else suggested that, no, it was just left there, and you actually walked home from the Massachusetts Turnpike. We almost did. Did you? I mean, we would have if okay. we couldn't get a tow truck. Would you? You were mayo. No, okay, stop. No, what? no, no. I- when I tell you that you're not doing something right, that the goal isn't to try to do it as wrong as possible in the other direction. <laughs> and second, you didn't snap. So it's oh not the God. same thing. You're so right. you just you were so into leaning back and trying to make a weird oh cut. <laughs> I'm I'm done with you. Forget it. Viewer mail opening it up. Oh my god. Okay. So Please, we, if we, anybody wants to come produce the show and tell Ryan that he's an idiot, just do that. Uh, so we, You're always welcome. The doors to Be More Smarter Industry are open with arms of openness. Uh, the carpet so is I out. So I come to you with open arms. Am I right? <laughs> oh, my God. Our first viewer mail is from Daniel Rosen. Loser. Yeah. Daniel Rosen says, Hi, guys. I know it's been a while since I wrote in. I just wanted to let you know that, yes, I'm still alive, though I haven't actually listened to the podcast for several weeks now. (laughs) Thank you, Daniel. Little do you know, Daniel, we don't even do the podcast anymore. (laughs) We just read your viewer mail. We wait for your viewer mail and we read it. And he says, and no, I still don't harbor any guilt for supporting alleged hacker Shane Victorino. So, obviously, Daniel Rosen is a Philadelphia Phillies fan. We knew this. So this, this brings up the point, was he... A, the guy who was arrested for vomiting on somebody. B, the Phillies fan who was tasered on the field. Or C, the Phillies fan who ran onto the field, got arrested, and was carrying marijuana at the time. Wow. I only knew about B. I didn't know about A and C. Oh, there's A and C. Wow, I didn't know. C happened the day after B. Well, I knew another guy ran onto the field and did not get tasered. But I didn't know that he had pot with him. (laughs) If you're going to do something, we're a hundred percent chance you're going to get arrested. Yeah. Why are you carrying drugs? <laughs> yes, <laughs> because you're an idiot. Exactly. Because you're complete. So Daniel Rosen, are you? What is, what is up with the tasering? I mean, seriously. Oh, I, I'm a fall for it. You're all for it? Yes. Oh my god, I think it's horrible. I think if you run onto the field, so get tackled. If you run onto the field, you all tasering. Bets are off. Th- that's horrible. All bets are that off. is like a minor electrocution. It's horrible. But you should. But that should. Te- I mean, why are you it, running the, onto the, the field? The punishment has nothing to do with the crime. If you're trespassing, and it's a field, it's a baseball field. It's not like you're running into a, a museum and stealing a Da Vinci. You're running onto a baseball field. I know, but some people have run onto baseball fields and attacked the players or attacked the coaches. He wasn't doing that. But he, he was running around the outside of the field. But if you're going to run onto the field, you you, you, have, you have no excuse. I have no sympathy. Well, I the tasering, I think, and 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 globally speaking, I think the tasering oh, is well, out of hand. Oh, globally, oh yeah, it's definitely. I think out of tasering hand. just in oh, general I is nonsense. 100% There's agree cops with you. who grew up in the Atari era who think that it's just a video game. I, oh, I'm just gonna zap him because he's 20 feet away from me. I 100 percent agree it's with horrible. you. Horrible. I 100 percent agree with you. But if you're gonna run into a field, Sorry, I'm a little heated off. about the tasering. I just think it's disgusting. <laughs> uh, so anyway, Daniel. <laughs> 
<laughs> Rosen. I'd like to taser Daniel Rosen just for making me get all hopped up like uh, this. Uh, he says, uh, also, also, it looks like I'll be able to attend Lollapazoola 3. <laughs> or maybe you won't now. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Daniel, if you come to Lollapazoola will 3, I will you. not taser you. We unless promise. you attack somebody, in which case maybe I will. <laughs> he says, I'm very excited to meet you. <laughs> And any of the other viewers who attend and whom I didn't meet a few months ago at the Pleasantville Tournament, such as us. Such as us. We weren't at the Pleasantville Tournament. It was rescheduled because... To avoid us. To avoid us. That's the reason it was rescheduled. Will Shorts and Shane Victorino teamed up and moved the Pleasantville Tournament by a week. They did. It happened. They did. We have proof. We do. We don't. Uh, Our next viewer mail comes to us from Kevin Ashworth. I've never heard of Kevin Ashworth. I believe he's a, a... Who's Kevin Ashworth? Crossword constructor. That's Martin Ashwood Smith. <laughs> Who's me, Kevin Ashworth? Let me. I'm going to read the mail. You look him up. I'm going to look him up. Uh, Kevin. Kevin says, thank you for 101 episodes of joy. Kevin, you've written to the wrong podcast. We do not provide joy. Uh, thank you for 101 episodes of joy. I've been meaning to write for some time now, but I am a slacker. I'm also a slacker in terms of going to your blog. Mostly, I simply relish the podcasts relish it's something i look forward to every week how about that that's awesome how about that that's awesome i like kevin ashworth so do i well the only kevin ashworth i can find on the google yeah is an actor uh-huh. at kevin ashworth.com okay and, and what's, what's he done he looks like he's been uh, let me get his resume okay uh kevin ashworth are you the kevin ashworth the actor are you uh you know, have you been featured in? Uh, some... He was in, on Twenty Four. Really? Were you on Twenty Four? He Kevin? was on Brotherhood. Wow. He did. He's done some um, some theater. Uh, Tombs of the Vanishing Indian. That sounds like uh, Indiana Jones Five. Tombs who, of the Vanishing. Who do you Indian. think he played in Tombs of the Vanishing Indian? I'm going to guess that he played uh, archaeologist number two. <laughs> no, he, this is this is this is this is a play. You understand? <laughs> oh, it's a play. I see. Then I think he played Doctor Spencer. You played Dr. Hansen. Wow. Oh, my God. <laughs> that was that's that's, pretty close. That is really close. Is that frighteningly <laughs> that close? That is frighteningly oh, close. nice. Yes. <laughs> excellent. 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 You well, said Dr. Spencer? I did. I did say Dr. Spencer. <laughs> that, that has like the same middle. Spencer and Hansen have very much the same middle. That's they have the funny. same in the middle. Oh, and he's a piano teacher, accompanist, and music director. Wow. Kevin, do I know you? Who I are you, know. Kevin? He's worked at the Foothills Theater. Have you ever worked in the Foothills? In Worcester, Massachusetts? This is in Boston. Okay. Huntington Theater? I've not worked there, no. Handcard Ensemble? Nope. Devanon? Nope. Devanon? Nope. Lyric Stage? Nope. All right, well, maybe you haven't worked with them. And this might not even be the Kevin Ashwood... Yeah, Kevin, Kevin Ashwood Smith. Smith. Well, Kevin Ashworth, if you are Kevin Ashwood Smith, or if you're an actor, let us know who you are. We'd like to know more about you. Uh, uh, Our next viewer mail okay. is from uh, Nicole Hirsch, wife of Jared Hirsch, Ryan Hecht Doppelganger, and Jared Hirsch, Ryan Hecht Doppelganger. <laughs> they say we love. Can I, I, no, I just like to. I just like to let our viewers know how completely internally disturbing it is to watch Ryan be pleased with himself <laughs> about something that is completely non-pleaseworthy. <laughs> It's extremely please worthy. No, it's not at all. Uh, they say they they go on to say we love our new shirts. 
Yes, Nicole and Jared uh, bought Be More Smarter t-shirts on Sazzle.com. And they, they posted action shots. They did. Are we going to post that with this podcast? I, well, I posted it with the blog. Oh, we, we did? Can, we can okay. also post it with Let's the Let's post it again with the podcast. Yes. That would be good. Uh, we would love to see action shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to continue to add to our store. And at some point, for people who are interested in our merchandise, uh, we're going to actually be opening a Be More Smarter store right. on Zazzle. Right now, it's in Ryan's old personal store, where I think you can also buy mugs with his wife's picture on it and stuff like that. No, mm-hmm. I don't believe so. Really? Uh, I think we should set that up. I think our viewers would like to buy a mug with your wife's you? picture on it. Why wouldn't you? Uh, but we are going to have a Be More Smarter store soon uh, with other products, mugs, hats. Uh, bumper uh, stickers. Capes. This is the thing that you were, ta- you were talking about this a few uh, months ago, that we should have a bumper sticker, some sort of thing that people can buy and then we they should go can then we can go on a world tour. Yes. So people can Yes, there's a there's a sandwich shop. I know a lot of my love of the world is, is sandwich related. Yes. There's a sandwich shop in uh, Beverly, Massachusetts called Nick's Roast Beef. Uh-huh. Uh I don't know Nick personally, but the sandwiches are awesome there. Anyway, they have a bumper sticker Nick's Roast Beef and the walls are are just papered with photos of people holding the Nick's Roast Beef bumper sticker. All over the world, yes, in front of the pyramids and uh, the Great Wall all of China, all over the world, in front and of the uh, in Antarctica, and uh, you know, top of the Statue of Liberty, and wherever, and people have the the sticker. So I think we need to do that with the yeah, I want to do that. Yes, all right, we need to do that. So for right now, though, if you have the shirt, take a picture of yourself, there like are, Nicole and Jared. Yes, there are. I know there are three other people who have bought shirts. Uh, me and my wife don't no, no, count. No, you and your wife don't okay. count. So there are three other people. Have you bought a shirt yet? No. Why not? Um, wait. For the new store. Oh, the new store. It's going to be the same shirts. New store. View Romeo closing it up. See that? That was very good. That was good. You didn't talk too loud. You didn't lean too close. That's a song. <laughs> you didn't That's talk too loud. You didn't lean too close. <laughs> That's Sondheim, isn't it? <laughs> Not really. It is. Not really. You didn't talk too loud. You didn't lean too close. Right? <laughs> no. It is. What, what song is that? It's from It's Complicated by Stephen Sondheim. It's Complicated by Stephen Sondheim? Yeah. Not It's Complicated, the horrible movie with no, Meryl no, no, Streep no, 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 and no, Alec no, Baldwin? No, 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 That was something else. I saw Alec Baldwin about a week ago. Did you? Yeah, I was like 10 feet away from him. At the circus? No, in New York. At the in circus New- in New York? No, in a in a in a rehearsal studio building. Really? Yeah. What was he doing? I don't. He was rehearsing something. Uh, I don't know it's what. It's complicated. Yeah, By it's Steve complicated. Sondheim? The musical Sondheim has done an adaptation of the movie. Uh, you know, yeah. So Alec Baldwin is going to be reprising his role of whoever he played. <laughs> it's just not going to be Meryl Streep anymore. It's going to be Elaine Stritch. Oh now. wow! Yeah. Have you been watching Thirty Rock? No. Is she on Thirty Rock? She Elaine plays Stritch? Alec Baldwin's. Mother. Oh, does she really? That's totally random. I had no what? idea. What? No, no you I've never watched 30 Rock. I hate Tracy Morgan. And I kind of hate Jane Krakowski, so I, I, I have a hard time. So you just pulled Elaine Stritch out of your out of your hat. Well, yeah, sort of. I mean, it's a Sondheim thing. She, I mean, she, she, was, she, was, she gained just... fame for having been in Company by Stephen Sondheim I, 40 I, years ago. Okay, but, but it was just, they just had a Mother's Day episode. Oh, yeah. Elaine Stritch was one of the main characters in the episode really i had no idea i don't watch 30 rock i'm not i swear to god i had no idea no idea at all our next segment npl 
the NPL National Puzzlers League. Yes, we, this was con. this was uh, uh, part of the uh, Mike Selinker interview last week, but we had to we had to cut it off. Because yeah, you. But but uh, we need to tell you that uh, July first through fourth. Uh, most people probably know about this, this summer. July first through fourth in Seattle, Washington. Yes, it's a town in Washington, uh, and uh, the uh, 2010 National Puzzlers League convention. Uh, will be held there. The annual and, convention. Yeah, it's, we've never been. No, uh, the NPL I still find very frightening, and I've talked I to people it about it. As and well. and uh, the, as as much as every person who's ever spoken to me about it has said, "Oh no, you should come. You'll have a great time." Every like piece of uh, uh, literature, every piece of written printed material that's at all about the NPL yes. makes me terrified. It yes. Makes me sick to my stomach. It makes me uh, think I have. No clue about anything ever right. in the history of life. We almost went last year because it was in Baltimore. But we, then you were busy. I was busy you and were, I couldn't go. You were doing a show. Yeah, and actually I can't go this year because I'm going to be in Maine. Well, I'm going to be almost as far away from Seattle as you can get. It's also 3,000 miles away. Yeah, I'm going to be up in Maine playing the piano. Uh, uh, but so uh, I can't go. Mike uh, wanted to say that he is one of the team of people running the convention. And he's uh, going to be doing the Saturday Night Extravaganza with Dan Katz, who I believe we've heard of. Yeah. Uh, Todd McClary, who yes, we, we know as Todd McKay, exactly, yeah. and Kevin Wald, who I've also heard of, and yeah. they're all very, very good. We met makers. Kevin. We met Kevin Wald. Yes. Uh, at the, in Boston, we met him at the at yeah, the, yeah. At the Boston. I remember tournament. that now. Uh, so, yeah, he was the one with the thing. Uh, afterward, we all went out right, for right, drinks right, somewhere, right. and he had a puzzle that he, he was giving that, out that, that had that that ins- variety insane, cryptic. Yeah, right, the insane variety. Very, cryptic. very cool puzzle. Yes. Uh, so, so most of you guys know what the NPL is, the convention. You should go. You should totally go. And uh, there's a website for it, which is uh, conpac.puzzlers.org. C-O-N-P-A-C dot puzzlers.org. Yes. Uh, And, of course, puzzlers.org is just the general website for the National Puzzlers League. So So if you don't know about the NPL, and and who knows? I mean, I didn't know about it at one point. So go check it out and and try out some of the Enigma puzzles and see if they appeal to you. A few weeks ago, we solved one clue in the Enigma? We did solve one clue in the Enigma. I don't remember what it was. I don't either, but we felt pretty good about it. Nina Pinta and Santa Maria? Maybe it had something to do with that. Okay. I don't remember exactly. I don't remember either. All right, so let's should, move on. Let's move on. Cryptic Clue Puzzling with Fraser Simpson. Yes, this is the March 2010 issue of Games Magazine. March 2010. Indeed. So Fraser let Simpson. You, let me tell you this. You yep. were totally unimpressed by this, but I'm going to tell our viewing public. Just so I can be unimpressed on the air? Exactly. Okay. I got the latest issue of Games World of Puzzles Magazine. That's amazing! This is not. I am so impressed. That's not even the amazing part. Oh, okay. I was three clues away from finishing an entire cryptic. All you were three myself. clues away from no googling a cryptic. That's the in closest games I've magazine. ever gotten. That's to a, no- that's awesome. I'm impressed. I don't think you are. I'm not. No. I all am, right. I am impressed. I'm a little bit impressed. I mean, a couple that's months. That's great. Of, I think it's ago, no. I of course, I'm impressed. Any. Come on. Of course, I'm impressed. I think it's terrific. Do I think you? it's terrific. I really do. You should. Come on, if I didn't, I would be A, not interested in people getting better at puzzles, and B, not interested in you, and C, a jackass. And I'm only one of those three things, not all three of those three. (laughs) All right, so here we go. Uh, Number uh, 21 across. 21 across, I'm ready. Enumeration 7. 7. Blank, blank, Y, blank, 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 N. Boy George. No. Okay. Uh, Good. Not bad, though. Uh... Farmer's output beaten by a nose? Farmer's Question mark. output beaten by a nose? Uh, well, beaten. I'm thinking something's going to get scrambled up. 
Uh, how many letters is the answer? Seven. Seven. By a nose is seven letters. Yes. Beaten by a nose. So by a nose scrambled up is a farmer's output. I think the answer is soybean. 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 Now, we don't know why it has a question mark. Why does though. it have a question mark? Nothing is odd about it. It's just uh, a regular cryptic clue. Yeah, I don't know. We don't know either. Hmm. All right, 21 down. I got this one. Okay. Not much different, so molar's oxygen is replaced with iodine. Okay. Seven letters. What it is, the definition is not much different. Okay. And then you have so molars, oxygen is replaced with iodine. So in the phrase so molars, you replace the O, which is oxygen. Yeah. You replace it with iodine, which is an I. Uh Uh-huh. And you get similar. All right. Well, your solution is awesome. Uh, I don't like the surface meaning of that clue. Not much different? No, not much different. So molars oxygen is replaced. What does that... The hell does that mean? How do you change the oxygenization of a tooth? Oh, a tooth. A molar. Right. Is a tooth. Isn't that don't you change oxygen when you're at the dentist? Isn't a molar a tooth? Yeah. Molars. Well, yeah. Yeah. You seemed so puzzled when I suggested this clue was about a tooth. I didn't really think of so far into the tooth. Well, that's what area. I'm talking about, the surface meaning. I'm saying that that's the surface meaning, what the clue appears to say. Yeah, it doesn't really make much doesn't sense. Doesn't mean much. So I don't care for that. Uh, Mark Deal. I believe Mark Deal is a dentist. Really? Yes. I don't believe so he listens to the So sadistic in multiple ways, then. Because uh, his Saturday puzzle certainly was horrible to me. Uh, I, I liked it, but uh, I believe he's a dentist. Okay. His, at least his, his, his picture on Xword Info indicates that he may be a dentist really yes okay there are I, some various clues i have not looked at his there's picture a, a thing there's a, one of these things okay. and there are teeth okay uh so if, all right mark deal if you listen to this show please tell us how you change oxygen in a tooth into iodine into iodine yeah that's that's really the trick it sounds like alchemy if you yes, ask me but I, yeah i guess anybody could change oxygen in a, in a tooth but to change it to iodine as you said anybody could change oxygen in a tooth yes how much oxygen is in a tooth? Is enough. Where? In the in the uh, the crenellated parts. The crenellated parts of the tooth. <laughs> yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Sounded like I knew what I was talking about, didn't it? A little bit. The, the contest of then. The, the contest con- of yeah. then. The most unpopular contest of all time. Brought to you by one Peter Gordon sextuple threat. Now, the, the contest, we're only saying it was unpopular because very, very few people wrote in with their solution. Yes. It was either unpopular or it was unsolvable. We're not sure which. Well, it wasn't unsolvable because two people solved it. Yeah, two people did solve it. What ad slogan with enumeration 64737 has the letters L-M-N-O-P-Q-R-S-T-U and some other letters? And the answer is... Jeremy Horowitz. Jeremy Horowitz. The answer... Oh, no, that's the winner. I'm sorry. The winner is Jeremy Horowitz. The answer is... Don't squeeze the Charmin. Don't no, please squeeze. don't squeeze please the Charmin. Don't please squeeze. don't squeeze the Charmin. Please don't squeeze the Charmin. Yeah. So, uh, Jeremy Horowitz uh, sent us a link to a video... Which is a commercial of the people saying the slogan. Okay, excellent. Uh, we didn't offer a prize last week, I don't believe. Oh, we didn't. So, Jeremy, what would you like as a prize? Yes. Yeah. We have uh, puzzle a books. Notebook. Just talk to us about kinds of puzzle books you're interested in. Yes. And we'll send you one. Tell us what your address is. The Contest of Now. The Contest of Now. Also by Peter Gordon. Yes, hopefully the people will like this one a little more yes. or at least answer it. Take a three letter English word, translate it into Spanish. And translate it into French. Put those together and you'll get another three-letter English word. What are the words? Brilliant. Did we make that clear? Yes. And if you're walking your dog, uh, we keep forgetting to do this. Yes, but, but this time we're going this to time, do it. This week's password, password is... 
Crenellated. 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 The password is crenellated. Password is crenellated. Papelbon. Papelbon. Crenellated. Crenellated Papelbon. Look uh, on the horizon! It's a thunder god! And he has oxygen in his tooth! <laughs> That's not Monday. Uh, Monday. Why can't you do Monday? Because I didn't do Monday's puzzle. Oh, Monday by Susan May third by Susan Gelfand. Gelfand. Gelf. Wasn't that from the Dark Crystal? That's Gelfling. Oh, Gelfling. Who who did uh, Ian McKellen play in Lord of the Rings? Gandalf. There you go. That's what I was trying to think of. <laughs> so the, neither of those are her. She's okay. a fabulous crossword constructor. Tell us about and this puzzle, Ryan. This is all about fit to be tied, things that can be tied. Mother tongue. First string. Mother tongue? Tongue. Mother tongue, tongue? Mother tongue. What is mother tongue? It's your mother tongue. If you're French, your mother tongue is French. What? If you're Alaskan, your mother tongue is Aleut. Is a what? Aleut. Elite? Elite. Elite? Elite. Really? Yes. If you're Alaskan, your mother tongue isn't English? It's Elite. Well, it really? depends on where you're from in Alaska. Is this like the Venn diagram of Eskimos, whether or not they're from Canada? Exactly. Okay. Tuesday, May 4th, by Doug Peterson, Crossword Gentleman, A Man About Town. This was uh, kinds of ways to say a dollar bill. A dollar, a buck, clam, a one, a single, a... Uh, a George, a Washington, a Benjamin. A, a George, a Washington? A nose, a, a flower, a tooth, an oxygen. Wednesday, May 5th, by Dan Schoenholz. Schoenholz? Schoenholz? Schoen? Schoenholz? Schoenholz? <laughs> what? How do you pronounce Dude, that? Dude, you're Schoenholz. <laughs> okay, we don't know how to pronounce this. Okay. Uh, sorry, Dan. Uh, this was all about MySpace. Have you ever been on MySpace? The website MySpace? MySpace. MySpace.com. You know, I did once and then I never used it. Yeah. And now I get emails about every three months saying, reconnect with your friends. I'm thinking, I, I know how to connect with my friends. I do yeah. that anyway. On Facebook. <laughs> Thursday, May 6th by Dan Nador. Uh, you take a GR and tack it onto the front of a bunch of phrases and get new phrases. Greasy writer. Greasy writer. I and like that. Gritty Gritmeister and Grumpy McSandelson. <laughs> Friday, May 7th by Tyler Hinman. Insert kick-ass name here. Nickname what? here. Insert kick-ass oh. nickname here. Uh, this was great. This, this was terrific. This Epic was also, fail. This was also the final puzzle in the L.A. Crossword Tournament. Yeah, this was a really terrific themeless puzzle. Yeah, this was, was really great. awesome. Epic fail. It had uh, Tommy Lasorda in it. Yeah, I was thrilled with this in a way I was similarly thrilled with uh, Natan Last's puzzle last week. Yeah, I, I just, this is the kind of themeless I really like. Just you know, you know fun, contemporary what, stuff. What's fun is that 16 Across is Andrea. And Andrea was doing the commentary for the final puzzle. Interesting. Andrea Carla Michaels was. Does she have a nickname? Not yet. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, what am I saying? Saturday, May 8th by Mark Deal, DDS. Holding Patterns was in there. That was good. Differing Tastes, I like that. Uh, he definitely looks like a dentist. <laughs> wow. But I couldn't solve a lot of this puzzle. I somehow solved it. I don't know how you did. Uh, and I, you know where I really got stuck? Just sort of like mentally where my mind grinded to a halt, ground to a halt? Uh, the Kreplock clue. So you didn't know what Kreplock was? I thought it was soup. 
It's in soup. I didn't know this. We have to go to the Carnegie Deli. We uh, have to do a lot of things. We got an email months ago when I was complaining about uh, whether soup was a soup or a chowder was Jewish or something. And Amanda Yesnowitz, the unparalleled parallel verse engineer, shining light to us all, uh, said to me that chowder was not Jewish, but that Kreplock was. Or something like that. And so it led me to believe that Kreplock was equivalent to chowder, but a Jewish version. Chowder is soup, therefore Kreplock is soup. This is not the case. No, Kreplock I was totally confused, an and I spent forever looking at that corner of the grid, trying to figure out what the hell a Kreplock was, and it's not soup at all. No. No, it's pasta. I it's had, a wonton. It's a ravioli. I had a lot of trouble with that clue also. I put pierogi first. That's a much better answer. I put nothing. Sunday. I'm mad. You are. By uh, May 9th, by Elizabeth C. Gorski. Which was Happy Mother's Day. It's really I... nice that they finally let Elizabeth Gorski put a puzzle in the New York Times. <laughs> yeah, it is nice. She has never been in the Times it's before. It's unbelievable. It's terrific. Congratulations on your debut, Liz. I couldn't uh, figure this one out. Really? I still haven't figured it out. Oh, I did figure it out. There was one crossing that I didn't know, and the rest of it I was fine with. There was a spot on the top. Uh, I'm going to give away an answer, even though you haven't finished it. It's, uh, it's some site of a Roman something, or some site south oh, of Rome, or whatever. Cardiz? Anzio. 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 I've never heard of Anzio. No. And the N of Anzio crossed with an old-fashioned word for pilfer. Nim. Nim. He nimmed Nim. it. He nimmed it. Really? Yeah. Real, that's, a, that's a cheap My crossing. Got nimmed the that other is day. a cheap crossing. Yeah, it wasn't very good. I didn't the get N it. of Anzio and the N of Nim. No, thank you. But the, the, no, thank the you. theme answers were all things that were invented by women. And, and I assume by mothers. Perhaps by mothers. And then the concept was mothers of invention. Uh, right, right. Mothers of that's a there's a band called Mothers of Invention, yes. and then uh, there's a adage about it. So what somebody pointed out to me, and I can't remember who it was, but somebody pointed out to me on the blog that the woman who invented liquid paper, yeah, is the mother of Michael Nesmith. Who's Michael Nesmith? Of the monkeys. Okay. How is that interesting? I don't know. It's interesting. Don't you find that interesting? No. She she's is this guy who's in the monkeys, right? Okay. And his mother invented liquid paper. Okay. It's not interesting going the other way either? Nope. Uh, here's liquid paper. Okay. All right? On one side of it, you've got the person who invented it. Uh-huh. On the other side, you got this guy who's in the monkeys. Yeah. When they meet, all corrections are whited out. Okay. No? No. You going to try again? It's a believer. I'm a believer. That's okay. a song by yes, the Yes, it is. Yeah, okay. It used to be called It's a Believer. Okay. They changed it. How did they change it? Liquid paper, which was, oddly enough, invented by the singer's mother. So he's writing the lyrics, and then he thinks, you know what? I want to change this lyric. Oh, crap. I've written in uh, unerasable ink. What am I going to do? Mom, give me something. Uh, oh, okay, son. Here, I just whipped this up in the lab. Right. Go ahead. Right. Oh, thanks. Just white paint in a bottle, Mom. Oh, okay. 